0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of almost all ages, with parental consent. The Sick Twisted Minds at Sacrificial Pond Productions brings you a new style of gore film. Like nothing you have seen before, there are no cops, no investigations. There is no backstory, no follow-up of the victims who are brutally tortured and murdered. Our story isn't about them. Normal terror is about a single dad struggling to make ends meet. His son is his first priority. He goes to work, pays his bills, and is generally a great dad. The twist comes after he puts his son to bed. This is where he releases his stress. Some people do yoga, some hit the gym, some go for runs, some people paint on a canvas. An anonymous source once wrote on an abandoned asylum wall, I never understood people until I took one apart just to see how it worked. If you are rear-ended in traffic, most people's thought runs to anger and their primal instincts of hurting the other party. Sam Neill does not have the ability to stop that primal instinct. Let us take you into the mind of a killer. Normal terror is a concept from the mind of Sam Mason, who wrote, directed, produced, and is starring in this new age feature film.
1: So, I'm here with my guy Sam Mason of Sacrificial Palm Productions. Um, he's making this movie, Normal Terror, which I think is going to be amazing. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Horror with Sir Sturdy. And uh, Sam, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and we can get right into it, man.
2: What's going on, everybody? Is Sam Mason of Sacrificial Palm Productions. Uh, in production of the new age horror film, uh, psychological gore film, uh, Normal Terror. And uh, I'm excited to be here on our first interview with uh, Aaron Sturtevant, uh, Mr. Sturdy.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. I really, really do. And give me the opportunity to be your first interview. And I'm going to ask my first question. I always ask every single guest this when they come on here is what got you into horror? What or who got you into horror movie? You know, horror in general. And what's the first movie that scared you, if you remember?
2: You know, honestly, bro, uh, it was probably my uncle that got me into horror, my Uncle Charles. Um, he, uh, he used to, he was one of those guys that liked to screw around and dick around with everybody. Um, it's like he used to scare the hell out of my mom with uh, Jaws. Um, they saw it like when it opened and it just scared the hell out of them. So for the, my first horror movie, the one that scared the hell out of me was Children of the Corn. Um, you know the original and it was you know I don't know what it was about that movie but and I think it came out in like uh, what like 83 84 something like that um, and it, uh, it, it just I, I mean I was born in 77 so at that time I was like seven eight years old and it absolutely scared the hell out of me
1: that is actually a classic both those movies you just named are classics and it's funny because I just recently did a podcast on Jaws with my friend actually yesterday And you know what? I I saw that link that you did. The funny, the the funny thing about it is there was a part in the podcast where we're talking about it'd be cool to have a time machine to go back and see like when this movie came out to see how people reacted to it. I love how you said your mother was terrified of the movie. That's just, that's awesome, right? It's awesome that I just came up like that
2: right? No, that's, it's phenomenal that stuff happens like that. You know, we were talking uh, for a couple of minutes before we started the recording and uh, we were talking about how things come full circle. So it's, it is really funny how those kinds of things work out.
1: Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. It's, it's like it ha- it, it was meant to happen. And I'm going to, I'm going to jump right into it. I'm actually going to use a question that my brother posted, my brother Henry. Uh, okay. Cause it kind of, it'll be a good question to open this up. So what brought you to, to the story and who was your inspiration for the normal terror?
2: Um, okay. That, that's going to take me a little bit to answer that one, but, uh, you know, honestly, it's, uh, it's something that I had talked to with a buddy of mine, um, years and years and years ago, uh, it was a high school friend of mine, uh, we, we recently lost contact over the last, you know, 10, 15 years, but, uh, um, his name is, uh, uh, Aaron as well, actually, uh Aaron Anderson. And um him and I used to, you know, get high and do all kinds of shit, you know, kid kid stuff. And um, you know, one day we were talking about all these different things, you know, that that could be possible to do to people. Um, you know, we were both in construction, you know, drank a lot, smoked a lot of weed and uh, you know, and, and stuff like that. And uh as it turned out, you know, I just kinda held on to some of those ideas, you know, because everybody has a primal instinct. You know, every one of us, you know, say you're in traffic, you're already running late and you're frustrated as hell and someone rear ends you. You know, what's your first thought? Something crazy. Most people's. Right. You know, I mean, most people's first thought is, you know, is
1: anger and frustration and that primal evil within us. That's that actually does make a lot of sense. I mean. We just don't go through with it. Like your first thing is like, what the fuck? This stupid ass motherfucker. I want to just go there and slit his throat. And you're like, you know what? That's probably not a good, (laughs) that's probably not a good idea to go do that. Let me calm down.
2: Right. You know, so, so that was kind of my inspiration for, for the film, you know, it was talking about that primal instinct that we all carry. Um, and so really, uh, you know, I, I did some acting back in 2006. I did six films that year. Uh, two of them went to Sundance. One of them was, uh, the One Liberation Front written by, written, directed, uh, by Bill Rice, uh, who did Leprechaun 2. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I fell in love with the process. That was my first co-starring role. I played the character of Johnny um, in this film. And, uh, you know, you, you're more than welcome to go look it up. I actually haven't been able to find it online anywhere. So I'm, I'm struggling to get a hold of it myself. But if you want to go look it up, it's a kick ass uh, doc up mockumentary, um, uh, about California and the oil prices and, and all that good stuff. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. So I fell in love with the process of seeing how something goes from concept to script to screen. Um, and so I kinda, you know, my head, the way, the way I work is I'm, I'm super analytical and, you know, uh, I, I, I I process things a whole lot differently than most people. Um, I think about things. My mind is constantly running. Um, and so I came up with a bunch of different synopsises for movies. Um, and I have to give a little bit of credit to my son's mother, Nikki Collier. Um, you know, her and I uh, sat down when I was acting and we started writing a script called Bathwater. Um, and it's one of the films that uh, you know we're eventually going to go to production on, um, you know, provided we you know make a name for ourselves with you know this one and the next couple that we have lined up. Uh, but I have seven synopsises that just kind of sat in the backside. I never got my uh, my full you know, my, my big break in the movie industry, so to speak, um, in that first year of acting. Um, so I, you know, I had a family to support, so I kind of pushed it aside and, you know, pretty much forgot about it for the most part. Um, you know, and then it come up, uh, you know, about five months ago and a buddy of mine, uh, my associate producer, uh, Jeremy Miller, uh, if you remember was, uh, Ben Siever on growing pains. And, uh, he was telling me about a project that he was working with. It was kind of a paranormal, uh, sci-fi type thing. And, uh, you know, it really made me start thinking about some of the concepts that I had. So I pitched him a couple of ideas and, um, you know, he's like, you know, those, those are actually really good. They're original ideas that, you know, I haven't seen anything like that. So I started doing some research and he said, let me, uh, let me get a, in touch with a couple of guys that, you know, we can run this by and, and see if you can do anything with it. Um, and so he put me in, in uh, touch with a guy by the name of Jack London, uh, who was a producer on the film to begin with. Uh, he's also doing some of the soundtrack stuff for, for Normal Terror. Um, but what ended up happening was he really pushed me to start writing and getting this thing really going. Um, and so what I ended up doing was it. this film has literally sat on the shelf for 12 years um, and in the last five months, it's gone from nothing more than a synopsis to full production. And we start shooting, uh, in, in less than a week now, March 10th, right. I remember days.
1: you telling me about that. That's that right there is awesome. Like you have a dream and you're just like going after it no matter what. I like how you said, you know, you had to slow it. You didn't stop it, but you slowed it down because you had to take care of family. And as we discussed before we started this podcast, that's real important. You just That's first and foremost, no matter what. And now you're getting back on track. And I think it's cool how you involved your son in this. Now, how was that? Like, is he was he all for it at first? Or was he kind of cause you know how again, we've all been kids before. You know your parents are like, Hey, there's something cool to do. And you're like, No, nah, I don't wanna do that with dad. I'll look stupid. You know how it goes.
2: No, you know what, man? Actually, he's really excited to be a part of this. And, and he's helped out a lot with, uh, you know, some of the different scenes in the writing and uh, the concepts and ideas for stuff. Um, you know, he's he's really been a big part of it. Uh, you know, my son, Sammy Mason, um, he's every bit as analytical as I am. Um, his logic is impeccable, is intelligent as I am. I find it really hard to argue with him sometimes uh, because his logic is, is spot on. Um, you know, so yeah, he's, he's really been a big part of this and he's really excited to uh to really get going and um you know and and, and be a That's part awesome. of this well, you know is, it's my you know, a little
1: shout out to your son sammy mason great job i see what you guys do i love how you guys share so much on social media on facebook and all that and i you know as i share as well but just the the simple stuff as far as the little videos you do and this you show like, all the stuff with the special effects is you don't really you don't get that from Anywhere else, but what you guys are doing, which I think is kind of cool because as a a film of movies, as film of movies, or sorry, as a fan of movies, horror movies in general, like I like, you always wonder, like, how did they, how did they get this to do this? How did they get this to do that? And you guys are pretty much showing it with the, you know, showing the cast, the cast and all that, which I thought was just, I think it's a brilliant idea.
2: You know, uh, there's a couple of reasons we do that. Um, You know, one of the reasons that, you know, that I'm using my son, go back to that for just a second, um, is that I want this film to be different. Um, You know, we only actually have two scripted lines in the entire movie. The rest of it's going to be completely improv. Um, And here's why I want to do that. Uh, The reason I want to do that is because I want that natural, organic feel so that people can relate to, you know, what's going on between this father and son. I don't want it to be something that's scripted where we have to remember lines because the more takes you do takes away from that organic, natural feel. And the way my son and I communicate is very natural. It's very, you know, uh, real. And I think that's what's going to be different about this movie, Um, you know, is that we do have that natural feel and that natural interaction that we're basically just going to be filming and, you know, editing it together, you know, to to, to make a movie out of it, along with, you know, some psychological gore, as I like to call it. You know, but as far as, uh, you know, the social media stuff, um, we felt it was very important because I am a nobody at this point. Um, You know, my my company is a nobody. Um, All of my actors and my crew are pretty much nobodies in the industry right now. Um, And I, you know, I, I have always wondered how they did certain things. And, you know, being a, a horror lover myself and you know and watching the classics and falling in love with the the eighties style horror film where, you know, it wasn't CGI, um, you know, but it was actual props and this and that, you know, I uh, I was very interested in how that process was done. Um, You know, I have an engineer's mind, and so I like to break things down and figure out how they're done. Uh, So what I did with this, and, you know, I kind of got a little flack in the beginning about it, but because we're nobody, um, you know, I wanted to show something that nobody else does. You know, you can buy the special features and, you know, this and that and, you know, but it it never really goes into detail about how this stuff is done. And so we're using, uh, you know, new products, uh, you know, my, my special effects team um stephen stone cipher is a ballistics gel um you know expert um as i like to call him he would you know say different he's a little more humble than i am but I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna pat him on the back right here uh stephen stone uh did some ballistics gel dummies for a company called vsoft uh which were very scientifically accurate and they did um you know you can look them up online on youtube um they did a a couple of uh like if uh uh ryu's uh uh um uppercut was to happen in real life how would it actually affect somebody um and so they made a ballistics gel dummy that was scientifically and anatomically correct um you know which is and he's a very good friend of mine so you know i i immediately brought him on uh to be a part of this um and then i was in one of our horror groups on uh on on social media um and I had, I had saw something that uh, my makeup artist had posted and I contacted her, you know, and, and told her how amazing her work was. Uh, and that's Miss uh, Marisol Almeida. Um, and if you've, you know, followed us on social media, um, you can see what she did to our original Ballistics gel uh, torso. Um, you know, and we kind of we kind of messed that up a little bit. And, you know, we figured it was just going to be a scratch and we would remake it. Uh, but she took it home and she did some some makeup magic on it and i mean i can't explain it as anything other than magic because she took this thing and, and made it as realistic as it could possibly be from something that we thought we had screwed up on so you know to, to have her on board um it's uh mja uh makeup or, or something like that uh, special effects i'm not sure exactly what her and she's going to kill me for this but um i can't remember exactly what her link is but uh it's mja um And Marisol Almeida. And she's just absolutely phenomenal, but nobody knows her yet. You know, and, and the same thing with Stephen Stonecipher, you know, is that his family's been in, in the business of doing the ballistics gel dummies for a really long time, but nobody knows who he is, you know. And so I, I tried to, to bring that in, you know, to, to people that, you know, not only have talent, but people that, you know, are, are close to me. You know, I, I like that loyalty. I like having people behind me that I can trust, um, you know, and aren't going to take in, you know, A, either run their mouths or B, try to sell it to you know, get something for themselves.
1: I hear you on that. I have to step away for like two seconds. I'll be right back. I'm sorry about that. That Hey, no words, brother. Thank you.
2: Hey everybody, this is Sam Mason of Sacrificial Pond Productions, and I'm going to put in a plug while Miss Erin Sturdivant is no longer on set and on the mic. So here I am, and I'm talking about the film Normal Terror with Mr. Aaron Sturdivant. Just a little plug. Once again, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash new style or you can find us on our Instagram at normal underscore terror underscore the movie. I think all that recorded. I don't know. He'll either edit it out or he won't. Anyways, I figured I'd fill the gap instead of having just uh, plain silence. And doing videos on social media has really given me an opportunity to learn how to talk to myself, which is a little weird, but hey, you know, it happens. Aaron's going to come back and see the the little squiggly lines on the sound bar and be like, what the fuck happened here? (laughs) That's great. I'm loving this. Oh, where, oh, where did the Aaron go? Oh, where, oh, where did he go? Mr. Aaron stirred a <laughs> I thought I heard him for a second. I guess not quite yet. I hope to God he doesn't actually put this in the version he puts up live. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, I'm such an idiot. Hopefully you can edit out those sound bites and me getting my fat ass up off this chair. Process. Recording in process. Recording in process. Recording in process. Please hold. Recording in process. Please hold. Just in case he does happen to use any of this stuff on here um, and cuts out any of the silences in between my you know, little quips and remarks and all this other shit that I do, um, I'm actually watching the sound bite bars go up and down as I'm um, uh, – Watching the recording strip go by um, And it's like the solid line Is kind of bothering me a little bit It's messing with my OCD um, And I'm really kind of weird So uh, I have to fill up the the bars with something Um, And it's really cool Watching the different peaks of my voice As it comes across the sound bar on the recording So yeah, in case you're wondering What this is or what I'm doing Or why I'm doing it That's pretty much why Because I'm a weirdo And I have to fill up the bar With something other than just a blank line Because I can't tell if it's moving forward or not so yeah that's that He's going to come back and review this shit and be like, what the fuck is all this? Damn, I really did miss him quite a bit. Oh, well. Hey, Aaron, love your brother. Appreciate you having us on. Just to give you guys a uh, visual of what I see, what I see is like if you can imagine like a, a heart monitor in the hospital. It's like uh, the the lines going up and down, or like an EKG, or you know anything like that, where it shows like the the earthquake uh, you know needle going back and forth. Drrrr that's kind of what I'm seeing across the sound bar is it's going and I'm speaking. So, um, that's what I'm watching. And that's kind of why I'm playing with the, the voice and the monitor a little bit is so that I can kind of watch this little tachycardia thing going, you know, across the, uh, the screen.
1: Hey,
2: no worries, brother, man. I'm just sitting here, uh, playing tachycardia with the, uh, the sound bite bar. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna have to cut out all that blank space, but this part that you were just talking to yourself in, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna have to leave that in there. That's kind of funny. Oh,
2: funny. dude, if you replay this back, man, there's a whole
1: lot of that shit over the last couple of minutes. <laughs> I had a little, you know. You have the little bathroom emergency. Your stomach just hit you out of nowhere, so I had to had to handle it. <laughs> hey, no worries, man. Handle your business, bro. But um, getting back into it though, and thank you for staying. I like how you were saying you like to keep the people, you know, people close to you, friends and family and stuff as far as keep them involved in this and, you know, what you're doing with the Sacrificial Palm Productions and with the Normal Terror movie. Because a lot of times people don't always want to do that. They want to kind of go out and get the they want to try to get the biggest name possible, if at all possible, instead of sticking with right. what you know, sticking with who you know. The people got to really have your back and you're just like, you know. I want you guys to be in my corner. I want you guys to be not only in my corner, but I actually want you guys to be a part of this. I want you guys to be in my team, you know, whatever, whatever you need done. It sounds like you have like everybody, you know, personally, which is cool.
2: Um, I can't say that everybody I know personally, uh, as far as cast and crew, um, there, there are a few people that, you know, that I have that I do know personally. Um, you know, obviously my son, uh, a couple of the background actors, uh, we're going to have my, my foster kids on there, uh, Dylan and Skylar Tracy. Um, they're going to be, you know, my son's friends and, you know, just miscellaneous B-roll stuff. Um. You know, but, uh, you know, Stone Stonecipher is a good friend of mine, um, you know, and we've, we've, uh, we're, I'm in a recovery program. Um, I've been sober for uh, a little over nine years now. Um, and, you know, you know, th- th- I kind of met him through a mutual friend on uh, on 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 social media, and we had talked a whole lot, um, but we had never actually physically met until we got into this process of the movie. And it's not like he's that far away. I mean, he's a couple miles up the road in uh, you know in Sun Valley, um, you know. But we never physically actually met until I brought him into this and you know discussed this idea with him. Um, you know, one of the other guys that I, I know well now is. Uh, you know, Jeremy Miller, um, you know, from, from the TV show growing pains once again, um, you know, he's a, he, he's a very important person in my life. And I talk to him, you know, weekly, sometimes daily, um, you know, who's, who's extremely important in, in my life. Um, you know, so yeah, you know, guys like that, I, I do absolutely have, you know, in my corner to, to watch my back. Um, you know, I've got a couple other guys that I don't necessarily, uh, you know, aren't, you know, big parts of the production, but every little thing that everybody does. Um, one of our, one of our, uh, actors for the, uh, the murder scene sanding delicately, um, Ed Weishman, um, is, uh, is a very good friend of mine. Uh, he's another one of my brothers. Um, you know, so yeah, the, you know, I, I try to keep people close that, you know, that, that have, you know, have been there for me. Um, You know, and, uh, you know, I, I can't imagine not having somebody in my corner and trying to do all of the things that I'm doing um you know i i have no clue how that would work out and it would just you know as much as i have going on and this being our first time you know doing a production like this and doing it so much differently than what a normal production would do and having you know a thousand people on board who are all doing each individual part is you know this, this learning process and this learning curve is uh, it's been stressful but it's also been exciting and it's been a, a great thing
1: that's awesome i gotta um Actually, I got a random question just popped in my head. How did you come up with the name Normal Terror? um you know that's actually a really good question uh and going
2: back to what we were saying in in the beginning of the interview in that first question um you know about the the primal instincts of of people and whatnot um you know here in and you know the synopsis of the movie is that you have this you know this normal dad uh he's just a single dad doing what he can struggling to make ends meet and you know and, and and you know doing his job as a parent you know it's his number one priority it's his primary purpose and uh you know so you have this this normal dad who goes through everyday life just like everybody else um, that people can relate to and then on the flip side of that you know he happens to be a, a serial killer um, you know and he he you know reacts on those primal instincts that a lot of us just push back inside of our mind because we know the difference between sanity and insanity and it's you know I'm leaving a lot of this open to speculation you know I, I want the audience to leave the theater at the end of this movie I want them to look at the person Excuse me. I want them to look at the person next to them and wonder what if, you know, because if you look at any, you know, serial killer throughout history, you know, the reason that they were able to become a serial killer is because they were, you know, most of them were very charming. They were, you know, outgoing. They were personable. They were normal people, Um, you know, but they did absolutely horrific things. You know, and the psychology behind the the name normal terror is that on one side you have the normal aspects of life that, you know, nobody would recognize or realize that, you know, hey, this is just your average Joe. And then on the flip side of that is, you know, the, the, the absolute psychotic side of the person where, you know, they do these horrible atrocities, you know, and if you look at our world and where it's gone in the last 30 years, um, you know, all of these terrible and horrible things have become normal you're right you know the right. you know i mean the you know the the feast and the famine in you know in different countries and you know and and the slavery going on in you know in africa and you know the the bombings and the you know the, the these horrible atrocities are going on around the world um, you know have we become desensitized to them. They become absolutely normal. And so, you know, the, the psychology, you know, that I thought into, into bringing this together is pretty much about that. You know, it's about the, the normal aspects of life mixed along with the, the terrible and horrible atrocities going on throughout the
1: world today. Wow. That's, that's actually, (laughs) that was an amazing answer right there. That's, but it, it all blends in. It makes sense. And like you're saying, we've been, um, desensitized to about everything which is it's sad. Yeah. it's sad and it's but it's normal i guess in a sense cuz everything that happens so much are just like you know you're not like it's not like you don't care but it's like you're not surprised anymore
2: no you're really not especially not with social media you know people don't help each other anymore instead they grab their phone and they you know turn on live video you know it's it, and it's, it is it is really sad you know that we don't have that humanity anymore Um, you know, and so I'm, I'm trying to do something different with this and really make people think now, do I think that it'll change anything? No, probably not, you know, because our minds are so, you know, and everybody's mind is this way nowadays is, you know, everybody's extremely ADHD and, you know, we look for the next shiny thing, the next best thing. Um, you know, and it's, it's sad, but, you know, I try not to do that as much in, in my personal life, um, that's, that's out there
1: normal today okay okay that's yeah i like that um let me see let me see what i got next for you oh well i got another fan question i got a few well from uh julia swanson mccormick on the normal page. Yes. she's actually
2: yeah, she's, she's a very good friend of mine. Uh, she's absolutely amazing. I love her to death. And I know she uh, posted quite a few of them on, uh, on our group page. Um, so yeah, with whatever you want to go at, man.
1: It, it's your barbecue. I'm just here to enjoy the flavor. I never heard that saying before, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'm going to jump around with her questions. So I'll, oh, let's see. What do I want to ask first? Give me one second. Um, no worries. Okay, here's one for you. What did you and your crew look for in the actors and actresses for selecting this film? Like was there a particular um, look or particular look yeah. personality?
2: Okay, no, that's that's an absolutely great uh question. Um, you know, one of the things I wanted to do with this film is, you know, is it is improv. Um, you know everything is. You know I'm going to kind of lead them into the direction I want the conversation and the you know the the lines that would normally be scripted uh, to go, um, but it is improv ultimately. Um, you know, so one of the things I looked for was you know was when I put out the ad was the ability to be an improv on the spot actor actress. Um, You know, so they had to have an outgoing personality. They had to be personable. They had to be believable. You know, I mean, I don't want somebody that's going to come on set and look fake. You know, I don't want them. You're not going to sell it that way. It's going to come across cheesy and that's just, you know, not not going to work for me. Um, So one of the things that I was looking for um, was. You know the ability to do improv, the ability to you know be natural in a in, in a organic environment, um, which is why I did my auditions probably differently than than anybody else did. I don't know if you got a chance to watch the uh, the teaser trailer that I
1: had sent to you. Um, yeah, I checked that out. The little um. Okay. Yep, that, it was like twenty four seconds, right? Right. It was it was 24
2: seconds. Um, and what I did was I ran even though the abduction scenes are completely different um, because I don't want him to have any particular M.O. I want it to be completely up in the air. You know, some of it's, you know, a very random, you know, because he has a little bit of time to kill, you know no pun intended there. Um, But, you know, he's got a little bit of time to kill and, you know, he has an opportunity. So he, you know, he picks somebody up. Uh, You know, I I want a lot of speculation open for this to leave it open for people to try and and figure out why he does this. You know, there is no real rhyme or reason. Um, So when I was looking at this, I auditioned all of my, my actors and actresses the same way. And what we did was we actually ran through an abduction scene um you know which you you saw in the, in the trailer that we did um you know which was a, a basic kidnapping you know I took a rag I placed it over their face you know simulating a chloroform type you know feel um you know I I told them I wanted them to struggle and fight with me you know for 10 to 15 seconds and then pass out you know, and then I would pick them up and carry them off stage. Um, you know, and that's pretty much how I, you know, I, I gave him the opportunity to, to do that because it would be really hard to simulate kidnapping yourself. Yes, it would be. Uh, you know, and, and I know a lot of, you know, casting calls and auditions and stuff like that are, are very cold and, you know, they're not very personable. So I kind of wanted to to get some natural reactions. I wanted to see what their faces looked like on camera. I wanted to see, you know, what they were focusing on. I wanted to see how they struggled. I wanted to see how real it was. So that way I could take it back to my team and we could look at the, you know, look at the film and, you know, and see how they actually looked on camera during a, a fairly realistic uh, audition. Um, you know, and everybody I selected, you know, had their, their strong points and, and, their weak points, which is how I selected the actual abductions and murders that they're going to be in, in the film. That's,
1: I like that. That's a real detailed answer. And I'm sure she'll appreciate you answering it like that. Um, Well, I'm going to ask her last question next, but there's more questions. Okay. I'm not sure who this person is she's asking about, but she says she's asking for a friend with hard eyes after this. It, Enjoy Goodman's single. Um, to my understanding, Joy
2: Goodman is not single. Um, however, I, you know what, I, Julie, I will be more than happy to contact her and let her know that your friend, wink, wink, is interested. Um, but no, Joy Goodman is uh, is our actress for the uh, the nailed uh, murder scene, um, and uh, she has a, a little bit of a different abduction scene, which I don't want to give too much away. Um, but yeah, I, I think you guys will really enjoy this it's it's very realistic um and i think when you guys see it you're gonna be like wow that could really fucking happen um you know and i wanted to do that with with this movie is i wanted to make it as realistic as possible in situations that could actually really happen to people
1: in life i like yeah i like i know you sent me something it's top secret people i'm not gonna read it but i'm, I'm just grazing over this scene right now and it's it's pretty brutal. I, I will say that about this movie. is, uh, If you're a fan of gore and brutality, you will not be disappointed at all with this. I, I promise you on that one. because I'm a fan of both. And uh, wow. <laughs> and this is a good thing. Wow. Yeah. You
2: know, one of the things I, I've been going through over the last, uh, you know, the last few weeks was doing a, com- doing a complete rewrite, um, of the script to, to work it around. Like I was saying before, as far as how I picked my actresses and actors, um, was I had to do a rewrite in order to, because the way I originally had it, you know, written out, um, you know, that didn't necessarily work for, you know, for some of the actresses, you know, in, in our discussions and, and selecting them for the different parts. Um, you know, so I really, in order to make this really believable, I had to select parts that I thought would work for them. Um, and I had to select, um, uh abduction scenes that i thought would suit their strong points um so you know i kind of i kind of fed into that a little bit and made it a little bit more realistic that way um so i've been going through a complete re- rewrite um of the entire script in order to make the the actresses and the abductions uh go along with the murder scenes for you know for who i selected for each i like that
1: i like that i just like the realism of this movie like you're saying how Anything can happen. You know, any of this stuff can really happen to you or to somebody. And it's just, I really can't wait to see these scenes because it's just, I already have like images in my mind just looking at this. I'm just like, holy shit. This is, this is nuts. This is crazy. And I remember me and you were talking before, which I'll talk to you more about it, you know, off the podcast thing. But how I, a couple of years ago, I was dabbling in my little writing thing. And I always wrote crazy, violent things which I still got to find that to send it to you to check out. But uh this right here kind of right. reminds me similar, some similar things about just the brutality of it more so. And a crazy guy, right. you know, he has a, he, it's, I'm just like, wow, again, this whole, whole circle thing. And now we're, you know, we're interviewing. Well, I'm interviewing you about this and it's, it's just crazy how, it works, how the mind works. Right. <laughs>
2: You know, it, it really is, you know, and that's kind of what I wanted to do with this is I wanted it to be as realistic as possible, but I also wanted to add in, you know, because it, if you really look at the the horror films that are out today, um, get out was the first film that was truly original in the last, you know, five, 10 years. Um, everything else is rebranding and a lot of it's done with CGI, um, you know, and before that, the first real original film that came out was probably, like, Paranormal Activity. And then a few years before that was The Blair Witch Project. Um, you know, and those are really the only truly um, original concepts and movies that have been put out in the last, you know, 20 years, you know,
1: at least. You're right about that. Like, every everybody, everything's a copycat movie as far as the horror, you know, with the horror stuff goes. It's like... Somebody comes up with an idea, like you said, paranormal activity, and then everybody tries to do their own version of that, which, I mean, you got to do what you got to do, I guess. And then you got the Blair Witch, then you started seeing a lot of found footage found footage films, and it it doesn't work for everything as far as these ideas go. I like the ideas that people came up with, but I just, like what you're doing, you're going a whole different route. You're just like, you know what, there's, there's Easy Street, and then there's My Street. I'm going to take My Street and just see where I can go with it.
2: No, I, absolutely. You know, and, and that's why I call it a new style gore film, uh, because it, it adds in some of the, the psychological, um, you know, thriller aspects of it. But at the same time, you know, you also have that, you know, horrific gore um, that, you know, and, and I'm not I'm, I'm going very old school with this. You know, I discuss this with my team and, you know, and some of the people I have behind me supporting us. And, you know, you get a lot more the less you show. Um, which is why, you know, in in the scene you were talking about in particular that I had sent to you off the, off the record, um, you know, is that, you know, the, the, the stuff that, you know, that I'm doing is going to be, uh, very it's going to give you a feeling of unease it's going to be very intense um but i'm leaving a lot to the imagination and again we're going old school with this we're going back to 80s style horror where they used actual physical props and we're not having any visual effects done to this movie
1: whatsoever which i again i i'm a huge fan of the 80s horror stuff i love the special effects i love the props cgi I'm not going to say I hate it. And I've been on this podcast with a few friends and stuff. And we talk about it damn near every episode. I, I like it to an extent. I just feel like it's overused with, you know, sometimes I get it at times you have to use it. But I just feel at times it's just used way too much and it doesn't look as good. It doesn't look as real either. It looks too cartoony, like too animated slash cartoony. Sometimes I'm just like I it can ruin the whole feel of the movie for me
2: no and and i absolutely agree with that i i think it has its its time and its place i mean you know here here's you know a little off topic of horror but if you look at what they did with excuse me with the matrix you know i thought the cgi that they did in that was phenomenal absolutely amazing you know but you have things like you know uh what was it uh i watched recently jason x um where he's like in outer space or some shit yeah you know and it's like you know the the I'm sorry, but it was just for me. It was it was too much, and it, you know this is obviously just my opinion from a fan. Um, you know, but I I, I think it, it's way overused. And you had said something in your last statement about you know uh, uh, what was it. Um, something about where it's necessary. Um, I don't necessarily think that there's really anything. If, if you pull it off right with camera angles and you have the ingenuity to figure something out, I don't think you actually really need CGI for anything. Um, you know, if, if you have a team behind you and you know, you, you bring on people that are able to, you know, bring about a solution, um you know and there, i think that there's a way to pull it
1: off if you do it right i i agree with you on that on 100 again back to the props and all that stuff i love it and speaking of the friday the 13th franchise which is my favorite horror franchise but i have the same feelings about jason x <laughs> but um just, like, right. watching, like, the makings of that. You know, they have the little makings thing. Like, just the, the stuff they did back then for that movie in particular was just amazing. And I'm just like, wow. Like, it looked so good for its time. And a lot of those movies, that one and, like, a lot of the older ones included, they, in my opinion, they still stand up to these days with the the horror, the jump scares, and just, like, the, the real feel of it. Because it's not all CGI nonsense all over the place. And it's just... You know it's I feel I'm not now don't get me wrong I'm not bashing CGI I'm not saying people don't bust their ass with it because I know they do but I just feel like with the props and stuff you put a little bit more into it
2: I you know my my personal opinion on it is that you take out the soul mm-hmm. you know and, and that's what was important to me is, you know, is coming up with, you know, with eighties horror, you know, I mean, I'm a seventies kid, you know, so, you know, in the eighties and, you know, late eighties and early nineties, you know, it was really the, the horror heyday. Um, you know, you didn't have the real big jump scares, you know, you had signature sounds and you had, you know, things that led your imagination to it. And I think, you know, personally, I think that technology has kind of taken that and really almost ruined it to a certain degree for me, um, you know, is, that it's very predictable um you know and it really doesn't have much of a soul in its own you know and so you know what i'm trying to do with with normal terror is we're trying to bring back and give it a soul you know and give it something you know old school but something in a completely new concept and a new way to do something
1: i like that i like that a lot actually and it just it brings you it brings you back like i know it's a different idea a new idea but it's still brings you back to the older, you know, the older genre that we both grew up on and both love and respect and pretty much, I feel like a lot of horror fans that are around maybe 30 years old, that's, I'm 32, so I'll say 30 years old and or, older, really will appreciate this movie. I'm not saying younger fans won't, but as far as like the CG, again, we're, like you were saying a little while ago, people are addicted to like the, the new shiny toys, the new shiny objects. I feel like CGI is and I feel like the props and all that is like the old school like tough real the realness. We feel that. We love that. Well and
2: I, I think with the with the CGI you also take away a lot from your actors. You don't give them an opportunity to really shine when you do that because it's not them. You know, it's, it's a computer generated image, you know, that, that you're manipulating to give it realism. Um, and I think that really takes away from the talents
1: of, of your actors themselves. That's that's very true, too. That is very, very true, too. And I got another I'm going to ask another question from Julie. And this actually ties into you know, our discussion bef- before we started recording about, you know, hot rods and muscle cars and okay. you know, cars and all that. Where did the 39 Hot Rod come from?
2: Uh, you know what, man? That that beautiful 39 Hot Rod is actually um, a good friend of Stephen Stonecipher. Uh, Stephen Stonecipher, my my special effects, you know, as I call it, genius, um, you know, he's my special effects lead um, on the ballistic side of things. Um, and what it is is uh, his, he does martial arts. He does uh, Wen Chun. Um, and so his his shifu, his teacher, um, you know, his trainer is uh, is the owner of that car. Um, and Steven was uh, was talking to him about that. And and I have to throw this out there real quick because I keep mentioning it. And we, we don't call him Steve or Steven anymore. We now call him Steve. <laughs> um, and it's kind of a, it, it's something that Marisol came up with when we were over here playing around, you know, with the, the Ballistics gel and stuff. Um, and it kind of plays off of like the Wally type thing, the Eve. Um, I don't know how it came about, but it just, it did. And uh, and so even my kids call call him Steve. So I can't just call him Steve anymore. It's Steve. Um, anyways, going back to on topic, <laughs> <Steve>. <laughs> right? See, we're going to have everybody doing it. It's great. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, going back to topic. Um, he was explaining to his, his shifu about, uh, um, about the, the movie and the process and what we're doing. Um, and he's actually going to be the, uh, the skinning alive uh, victim um, or the skinning, the animal victim, excuse me. Um, now that I've kind of almost given her shit. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. So he was talking to him about his, his scene and, and all of that and kind of how we're setting up the abduction for that one. Um, and his teacher was like, you know, well, what do you think about doing this? And so Steve took a picture of the car and sent it to me. And I said, oh, fuck yes, dude. You know, if I have an opportunity to use a fucking kick ass, beautiful hot rod in the film, dude, I'm going to fucking jump on that. Like, you know, uh, uh, I'm not going to go there. Anyways, I'm going to jump on that. So. You know, uh, yeah, so he, he brought it over, uh, you know, Steve and I were meeting, the, you know, the following day uh, to work on some more molds. And, you know, Marisol came out as well. Um, but we all got together and uh, they brought the car and showed it to me. It's got a, you know, it's got a killer sound to it. It's got a, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, you know, so as soon as I got the opportunity to actually uh, use that, you know, I it, absolutely, man, I'm, I'm going to jump on that all day long.
1: That's that's awesome. that's a beautiful freaking car too by the way that I I remember you guys posted some video with that car and I was just like, holy shit. I was like is this is this his car that's a nice car but now we know
2: you know what man it, it, if this movie goes off like we hope it will then yeah one day I will have something like that but no I I can't take credit for that man this is uh this is Jerry's car so
1: well thank you to Jerry for that car and Steve.
2: <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> oh man that's gonna be stuck in my head i wanted wonder... <laughs> to that's fantastic i love that shit oh man we might have to name this episode
2: steve hey dude I'm, I'm i'm all down for that brother
1: oh that's that's cool though but yeah back into the back into the movie though um like i was saying i just i love the detail like just it's it's awesome like i I'm not gonna say I'm a I'm a writer writer, but I know how hard it is to write and all that. Did you get writers' block at all when you were doing this?
2: Um, you know, I I really have. Um, you know, it's, it's extremely difficult taking what I had originally in, in the script and making a chronological shot list like the scene that I sent you. Um, you know, for the particular scene you're talking about, the autopsy scene, I think is what you're talking about. Um, and for that particular scene, you know, there's 128 individual shots. Um, you know, so breaking that down and, you know, and really, um, you know, th- because I have to visually – you know, originally the way I had it set up was that I had it set up so that I could explain to my DP or my cinematographer what I wanted, and then I would, you know, jump back and forth between director and character. Um, you know, because I am starring in this film, I'm directing it, I'm producing it, I wrote it, it's my concept, you know, I'm doing special effects, I'm doing my own promotions. I mean, I have so much that I'm doing on this film. Um, you know, I was talking to, uh, you know, a a writer friend of mine, um, and he was telling me, you know, it would be much easier if you broke it down, um, into a, you know, a shot list, a chronological shot list, one for your editor, so that, that way he can take a bigger exactly what footage needs to be where um, and then also for your DP so that way you don't have to break character very often to look at the shots and decide if that's what you want for that particular shot if I have my vision in my head and I'm able to write that out so that you can look at it and say okay I understand exactly what you want and then do what because I, I'm not a cinematographer I don't know after I don't know um, you know how that stuff works works um you know is I, and i'm not going to tell somebody how to do their job you know i mean i'm not an editor i don't know how the editing works i'm not going to try and tell my editor you know that this is what needs to be done that's why i brought him on is because you know d- d- and if you saw the trailer again you know he took raw basic amateur audition footage that was taken on my phone and he turned it into that trailer Um, you know, so I, am not going to try and step in the way of the people that I brought on and try to tell them how to do their job. That's not what I'm here for. That's why I brought them in is to allow them the creative, the, the creative juices to flow, so to speak, and allow them to really, you know, excel in what they do and give them that freedom provided it, you know, it falls in line with, with what we have.
1: Okay. I like that one too. I love these answers, man. You're really in depth with them. this is working out real. This is easier than I thought it would be. Thank you for that.
2: <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. I mean, you know, it's for me, like I said, I'm, I'm very analytical. I'm, I'm, I'm a thinker. I like to think outside the box. Um, you know, and I think it's important, you know, especially since we're we're a nobody right now, I think it's very important for people to, um, you know, kind of understand the process and what it takes to, to make this stuff happen and to realize that anybody can make their dreams come true if they simply put in the effort. You know, you have to take the action, but, you know, you, you can make absolutely anything happen. I've never done a film before. I've never, you know, written a full script before. I've never directed before. I've never, I apologize. The background sounds, my computer keeps going off. Um, But, uh, you know, I've never done this stuff before. I've never done my own promotions or my own merchandise or, you know, or, or any of this stuff, you know, I mean, I, 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 I had my, my DP, um, hire a a graphic artist to put together a poster based off of a concept that our editor came up with and we did a photo shoot for that. So, you know, I mean, I, I, I've never done this stuff before, but I, have an idea in my head. And I think if the idea that's in my head can be transferred into words so that other people can look at it and see the same vision or a similar vision to what I have, then I think it's going to make a huge difference. And I think that, you know, any, anybody and everybody can truly follow their dreams if they put in the effort.
1: I, I agree 100% on that. One hundred percent. It's funny because we were again before we started recording. We were talking about the hard work and effort you got to put in to do what you want to do in life, and came around again.
2: You know, and and for me, I mean, it's like you know, for the last four months, I've been working, you know. 20 hour days to, to do this thing because I'm doing so many different aspects of this film, you know, but it's, it's my baby. It's, it's my passion, you know, and that's why I have the team that I do behind or beside me. I'm not going to say behind me anymore because they're not behind me. They're, they're at my side, you know, mm-hmm. locked arm in arm. And, you know, my, my team is right there, you know, with the, the same amount of passion, you know, that I'm putting into this is the reason that they're on board the way they are.
1: And um, here's a, I got another one for you. Okay. What has been the most memorable moment in pre production so far?
2: Ah, the most memorable moment of pre production. Is it Steve? Um, or is it Steve? <laughs> right, Steve. Um, you know, honestly, I'm gonna have to say the uh, the photo shoot that we did for the uh, for the official poster, uh, the theatrical release poster. Um, you know, I think that was probably the, uh, the most memorable. Um, it's where we really got together as a team. Um, you know, Anna, uh, Anna Hamill, our, our second unit DP, um, is, you know, it did the, the photo shoot. Um, Demetrius was the idea. He was kind of here directing, uh, Demetrius is, is our post-production editor. Um, and then Marisol was doing the, the makeup and the special effects. Um, and I think that was the moment that we really came together as, as a team and saw something and believed in it. Um, and then, of course, you know, we... You know, they took it and, you know, and, and I asked Anna to, you know, we, we, Demetrius had messed around with the image, but he couldn't get what he had in his head just right. Um, so Anna had uh, had mentioned to me, you know, maybe we could look at like a graphic artist as somebody who does nothing but put together movie posters. That's what they do. Um, and so we kind of gave our idea over to uh, Anna, talked to a couple of people and we, you know, her and I selected one. Um, we tossed them out the idea and, and, you know, the poster is what we came up with. Um, and I think it's absolutely a brilliant concept. I think it's, a, a you know, we uh, executed the concept brilliantly, brilliantly. And I think the uh, the graphic artist that we hired, uh, I think he put it together absolutely brilliantly. brilliantly.
1: Yeah, there's, speaking of that poster, that thing is freaking, I like it a lot. That's amazing. That work you guys did on it. It looks... I like it. It's different. It looks like you're about to jump out the mirror and looking in the mirror, it looks like you're about to fight yourself in that mirror. Just that's what I get from that image. Like the guy's kind of battling himself between his craziness and then his regular normal dad's, you know, his normal dad side, everyday person side. And it,
2: well, and, and that's really what we were going for with this concept you know is that it, on one aspect you have this this normal dad who's you know doing everything he can to, to take care of his son and, and be a you know a single father and dealing with those difficulties um, and the other aspect you have is you know that it, you have that primal side of him you know and you really don't know which is you know which is taking over which at what times um you know and we do have a couple of uh, of moments in the movie where it's going to be a plot to and everybody's going to sit back in their seat and be like, holy fuck, what just happened? Um, you know, and I think that's kind of what I was, what we were going for leading into this was that, you know, you're going to have that, that psychological aspect of, you know, well, which one is rich? How does he differentiate? And that's something I want to leave open to, to our audience and our fans to decipher uh, is that, you know, which one is rich, you know, which one is in control, which, you know, who, who is he when? You know what is it that switches and changes in him
1: that makes him that? Um, without giving it away, like you can just say the name of the scene, I guess. To do this, what okay. was your favorite murder scene? Like without going into detail. Um.
2: Honestly, they, they're they're all my favorites. Um, each one of them has its own aspect. Um. You know the uh, the first scene that you're going to get to see uh, within a, a, a couple minutes of minutes of the opening of the movie is going to be autopsy. Um, you know, and then the first official movie scene, um, you know, murder scene is going to be acid bath, uh, which we're actually going to be shooting uh, the middle of next week. Um, so since I'm not working on anything but the movie right now. Um, you know, I have that opportunity if my, my cast and my crew is available to, to shoot during the week, then we're going to try and get that shot as soon as possible. Um, but, you know, the, the first murder scene we're going to put together is going to be acid bath um and you know it has its aspects it has its brutality has its gore it has its you know all the the same aspects as, as every other you know scene in the movie you know the, the way i envision it um and i'm hoping that we can transfer that onto uh, on the camera and onto the you know hopefully the big screen one day um you know and, and capture that that realism that gore that
1: you know holy shit okay. aspect i'm just i was as you were talking about i'm just reading this scene i'm just like i can't wait to see this freaking scene wow well remember man if we get uh 500 fans i will
2: release a scene on our facebook page it'll be in written form but i
1: will release one of our scenes as soon as we hit 500 fans on on our facebook page i'm telling you right now people just reading it read you could read this scene and close your eyes and you can get a crazy ass visual of it so uh i'm not sure how many fans are on the normal terra page right now but we need and yes i said we because you know we like to help each other out we need five uh, right now we're sitting at 394 likes right now That's- 394 we're 106 away from me releasing a murder scene bro 100 and as a matter of fact once this episode is over i will go live and i will say we need 106 more people to like normal terror so he can release a scene. <laughs> Hey, it's right now, brother.
2: And, and you know what, dude? I, I'll i tell you right now, man, Um, not to completely give away the end of the movie because I can't do that because it's going to be a shocking what-the-fuck moment, um, is that I, I will release Acid Bath. How about that? The fir- the first official murder scene in the movie.
1: He will release Acid Bath. Now that's That is huge.
2: <clears throat> I'm not sure if you've even read that one yet, bro.
1: No, it's number two, right?
2: Um, yeah, that's that's number two.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at it. No, that's the one I was saying. I was as you were discussing it. Some I was. I'm looking at it right now, and I'm just like, holy shit! You can totally <laughs> <see it."> and <laughs> I love that, man. I love it. Pe- these people, because you sent me a lot of the scenes and stuff, and it's hard not to. I can't discuss it. I'm just like, holy shit! This is so fucking awesome. So, people, listen. And we're not, I'm not in this right now, but I'm just saying go to the normal, normal terror group, check that out, check out the horror with Surf 30 group, check out sacrificial productions. Sam is a really awesome guy, very, very responsive. He'll talk to anybody, and I think this movie is going to be awesome. And, and fan support, horror fans, we got to unite and support this. Support all three of those pages, including my horror with search Sturdy and this podcast. And, um, with that, I'm going to go into another question bring it on man bring it We're on to discuss this but um she's also a fan of your son how so how is it working with him and does he have like a prominent role in the movie
2: um, actually, yes, my son is, uh, is the co-star. Um, so what we're looking at right now is we're trying to keep it right about between 98 and 102 minutes, uh, for, for the full feature. Um, and going back to, uh, the promotion and, and trying to stick together real quick, um, I appreciate all the support that you've given us, um, and yeah, you're absolutely right. I absolutely will talk to anybody about this. Um, I won't necessarily give huge details, you know, to to, to absolutely everybody, but I will talk to uh, to anybody and, and try to communicate with them as much as I possibly can, um, you know. But uh, the the thing with with gaining fans and building a following now, before we've even shot this movie, um, I've already had two distributors that have contacted me about distribution. We haven't shot one second of footage yet. Um, so that in itself is huge. Um, you know, it generally doesn't happen like that in, in the movie industry unless you are somebody or you have a name behind you, Um which we don't. So we're trying to build a following so that way when we do have something tangible in our hands that we can hand to somebody else, you know, for, for distribution that, you know, they can look and they can look at our following and they can say, you know what, these people have a great following already. Um, you know, I think we're going to be able to make our money back and a whole lot more. Um, so looking at it from the distribution side, uh, you know, the reason that we're trying to, to, to expand and, and really blow this thing up and, you know, doing it is is much as we possibly can um is because of that aspect you know if we have a big following there's much more uh uh, likelihood that you know one of the bigger distribution companies will pick it up and you know you will be able to see it in theaters nationwide or worldwide um you know because if it doesn't have that big of a following it's not really going to it's going to make it a lot harder to get a good distribution deal so that you can see it everywhere um so going back to uh my relationship with my son, right?
1: Yeah. Just um how does he have like a real prominent role in the movie, which you said he's a co star in it, and uh how is it working with him?
2: Um, you know what, man? Like, like I was saying before, it's it's phenomenal working with my son. You know, we have that, that organic um, nature between us. You know, this is pretty much just him and I going about our daily lives. Um, you know, and we're capturing it on film. Um, you know, the, there is obviously some differences, some changes uh, that we're adding into it. But you know, I want people to, you know, I want Joe up the street who's a single dad, um, you know, to be able to look at this and say, you know what, man, that's me and my kid. You know, I want, you know, the, the the, the guy in Wisconsin who's you know a Green Bay fan, Green Bay fan, um, no plug there, but uh, you know I, I want that guy you know who's the single dads out there and the single moms out there to be able to look at my character and be like you know what man yeah I go through that shit too you know I, I can relate to this guy you know I want I want my character Sam Neal to be the character that everybody loves to hate. You know, I want to be that iconic type character, and I hope I can portray that, you know, coming, coming into this. So as far as working with my son, um, I think it's as natural as, as our everyday lives, um, you know. And, and his prominency in the role or, you know, his is prominent role um, in this film is going to be damn near as much as mine except for the murder scenes. Um, you know, so there's approximately, uh,
1: you know, 60 minutes or so of you know, him and I in the to
2: film together.
1: That's yeah that that's awesome right there so he's in most of the movie with that that is correct that's good yes. and that was another one of Julie's amazing questions
2: I, I, love Julie to death, man. She's been phenomenal in supporting us from the very start of this. Um, you know, she's, she's a really good friend of mine. Uh, you know, we, we don't talk as much as, you know, as I'd like to sometimes. Um, you know, but she's got a lot going on. I've got a lot going on and uh, we don't always get a chance to meet up. But yeah, Miss Julie McCormick is absolutely phenomenal. She's a huge supporter of, 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 our page. Um, you know, and, and, and the process and, you know, and, and of this. Um, you know, and I, I've got a few of those people, um, you know, they're really behind us and, and really pushing us. Um, you know, as a matter of fact, if you don't mind me giving some shout outs real quick, I'll be more than happy
1: to. I, um, I don't mind at all. Mine, as I've said before, with, the, with my horror page and my podcast, I want us as horror fans to, you know, unite, connect, communicate and all that good stuff. I want to build up my fan base. You want to build up your fan base and all that. So you can shout out whoever you want to shout out. And I just want to shout out, before you get into it, um, um, when we're done with this podcast, my one of my good friends, his name is Anthony. He has his own podcast. It's called Video Game Crosstalk. And I would love for okay. you two to connect. Just to, his is about video games, technology, and science. But your story and everything that you're talking about, I know he'd be interested in. So I'd like to you guys would connect on this. Right. But absolutely shout him, him out and let people know where they can find you and where they can find your awesome merchandise in that awesome poster.
2: You know, I actually did, uh, some of that when you were on your, uh, your hiatus from the show for a minute, I kind of gave out a couple of plugs and miscellaneous shit here and there. Um, but I'm going to go to, uh, to my Instagram real quick and kind of, uh, give some shout outs to some people that have followed me uh, from the beginning. Um, so, uh, some of the people that have really followed us from the beginning, um, let's see, there is a, uh, Instagram, Instagram, where are you? Um, it's a uh, horror movie underscore lovers underscore. Um, let's see. Uh, Wildcard uh, dot B one itches. Um, let me see. There's uh, there's one person in particular I'm looking for. Um, She's liked almost all of our shit You know, she's been a phenomenal uh, You know, a phenomenal fan Um, Sarah of Horror uh, Has been a really good fan of ours Uh, The DSS uh, Is a very good friend of mine Um, Sylvia Flores uh, Living underscore life underscore sober Um, Rick Unigrau uh, Is my buddy from uh, From across the sea Uh, The Horror Nurse um, uh, Lisa Sickles um, let's see, Ashley Elmquist, um, let's see, uh, Paralysis Official, of course, is one of our other, uh, you know, uh, bands that are going to be on, uh, you know, the, on the soundtrack, um, Larry Clayfield or Larry C. Layfield, um, you know, is, is one of our, one of our fans, uh, and then there's another one, um, is, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Anarchy, something like
1: that. Uh,
2: let me see if I can pull that one up real quick. Um, you know, of course there's, uh, you know, there's, there's Katie Bush, there's, um, there's, uh, you know, Julie, um, there's Jen, uh, Jen McCormick and, um, um You know, just, dude, there's, there's just so many people that are behind us and supporting us on this. Um, You know, Anna's family is behind us. You know, our, our, our our, uh, DP, Um, you know, her family is behind us and her mom and her grandmother. And, you know, and, and there's a lot of people that are, you know, that are in this that are, you know, really behind us and really pushing us to, to get this going. Um, You know, and I just, I I couldn't be more grateful or ecstatic that we have the support that we have because I know that the fans that we have right now, um, they're they're not really just fans, man. They're they're they family, and you know, and and I know that they're gonna stand by us and love what we do.
1: That's awesome, right there. And I know those people will be happy to know that they got shouted out on this. Hopefully, they follow this podcast. If they don't now, hopefully, they do after they hear this because it's it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, I don't know so much for you, but definitely for me. Just quick thing, like you hear you hear somebody else say your name on something, you're like holy shit, they noticed or they remembered. Or it's just it's cool feeling right. as a fan it makes you a bigger fan in a sense because like they they realize their fans they notice they're fans of that so shout out to all those people again um check me check this podcast out for with sir sturdy
2: i'm, I'm actually going to throw a couple more out there real quick man um i gotta give a shout out to uh to jim thompson and another very very good friend of mine across the pond uh amanda gardner mason um Shannon Tracy, uh, Steve Bignell, Lisa Sickles, Nikki Collier, uh, Jeremy Miller, Kelly Kickham, uh, my buddy Cal King on the East Coast, um, Alyssa Bermuda, our actress, uh, Julie Swanson McCormick, Gary Cook for, uh, the lead singer of, uh, of, uh, Invasive, um, Anthony Pierce, a buddy of mine, uh, Michael Wayne Smith, um, Candy Girl, uh, Schlarbaum, uh, Dave Nagy, special effects genius out of, uh, out of, uh, the East Coast, um, you know, and then you have, uh, you know, I got a couple other people in here real quick. I want to give a shout out to um, Ashley Lyle has been amazing at helping us with our, uh, you know, some of our promotions and and stuff like that. Um, you know, Jay Marr from the band uh, uh, Nervous that we're going to be using for the soundtrack. Um, you know, Jerry Mounts is uh, is the guy that's letting us use the car. Um, Oscar Sebastian Rodriguez is uh, the gentleman that's, uh, that, that's with uh, Paralysis Official that's going to be one of our... Um, you know, filling in some soundtracks and stuff on, 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 on the, uh, on the music, the musical score side of things. Um, let me see. There's, uh, da, 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 da. Let me get, I got a couple more in here. Um, Laura Velobos. um, I Have David Lewis, who is with the band uh, Ambrosia, the '70s and '80s band. Um, you know Brian Marco has done a lot of you know kick-ass stuff for us. He's the one who's added a lot of our watermarks on our pictures and stuff. Um, you know Monica Hobby, special effects genius on uh, down in Florida. Uh, John Mer- uh, Malersky, Um and his wife Jen—they've um, been absolutely phenomenal in 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 helping us out and you know keeping that support going. Um, you know Sean Backman, a really good. friend friend of mine um you know my aunt sherry uh you know just dude the list just really goes on and on on people that have um you know supported us uh, michelle welker um is a photographer up in washington real good friends with the band invasive and that was how we got in contact um you know and it's like you know dude i I I can't express enough some of these people that have have been there for us and, you know, and supported us from the very beginning when, you know, when we really had no following and didn't really have a whole lot out there. Um, You know, and it's just it's been
1: absolutely amazing, you know, truly has. Oh, man. Trust me. I know. I know the feeling with different, you know, different things. But like with with this podcast thing, I think not I think I know my number one supporter is definitely my wife pushing me to do this because I've been talking about it for Probably two or three years now, honestly, because I would do like little, um, I started out doing like little unboxing videos of horror stuff I'd collect here and there. I'm you know uh-huh. saying promising I'm going to do a podcast, I'm going to do a podcast. And one day, I think I was at work and she, you know, she sent me a text message with a picture in it. And it was a picture of podcast equipment. And she was like, do you want this? And I was like, like, I was just, I had a big ass smile on her face. I was like, yeah. And she was like, good, because I already ordered it. And that right there was just like, I mean, it pushed me even more to really get this going, to get this like it's it's I'm not going to say it's impossible. It's kind of tough when you're like, a. am not going to say I'm a one man show because I do, you know, I record with friends and family or whoever I can record with. It would be a lot easier, you know, obviously, if I had a co-host. So that's what was holding me back. But once I got this equipment, I'm like, I can't. Well, I use that as an excuse, and I use the excuse I didn't have the equipment, but now that I have the equipment, like I, I can't use that excuse anymore. So now, as you've seen, I don't know if you got to catch my podcast at all yesterday because we were live. We went live, me and my friend, and uh, I just get friends, family and friends to record with me anytime I get a chance to. I'm so happy you're on here, and I hope you're on here again, man, and hopefully yeah. I get some... I we'll
2: absolutely love to come back as much as you'll have us on. And, you know, if you ever want some, uh, you know, any of the other cast or crew to kind of give their aspect of things, I'll be more than happy to make sure that they're available to, to, to be a part of it, too. That um, is so funny. You're mentioning, you know, that that extra push to really get things going. Um, you know, I got I got to give a huge shout out to uh, to Jack London, you know, for really giving me that passion back to, you know, to, to really push this thing and get it written and get it going. Yeah, we, we- we've come such a long way in such a short period of time um you know it's th- th- this kind of stuff just doesn't happen in the film industry man it, it just doesn't you know and to, to pull a cast and a crew in you know the the that is on board and has made absolutely amazing strides and i I completely believe and love everybody in my cast and on my crew um you know the you know it's you're talking about equipment you know and it's like you know as we got closer and closer you know to, to shooting and stuff man i was really starting to get worried that you know well fuck what cam do i use what you know what mic do i use how do we hook up the mic how do we do the sound how do we do the lighting how do we you know what am i going to record on you know what kind of memory card this that and the other you know and everything is really just falling into place you know and we you know my my my. i don't know if you've uh, i'm pretty sure you've probably seen the pictures of the equipment that i took you know because i'm really fucking excited you know and, uh, you know, we, we, we've got all of our stuff in to, to really, you know, get moving and, you know, and, and have the steady cam shots and, the, you know, the, the follows and the pans and, you know, and, and, and all of this stuff that, you know, we can, dude, we're fucking doing this, man. It's, it's happening and it's so close. I can taste it. My mouth's watering, you know, and it's just, it's right there, man. And I'm just, I'm, I'm so fucking ecstatic, dude. I'm scared to death, but I'm ecstatic.
1: Uh, I'm with you on, I'm. You don't know how excited I am to see this when it does come out. Like I said, just from the the shit you sent me that I can read, haha. Ha, you guys can't, but I can. I Had to throw that in. <laughs> but just just from this stuff, I'm just like, like, I can close my eyes with a lot of this stuff and just kind of see it. But I'd like to see it from your actual vision, from like the actual movie. I'm I I'm almost speechless with this because you sent me <laughs> you sent me a lot of scenes, and I'm just like, this is just it's awesome because it's like again, like I said how i was writing something before and just i'm they weren't they're not exactly the same at all but it's just like a similar outlook on things and like i said i'll you know i'll message you on that and talk to you about that off of this but it's the ideas are just wow (laughs) just wow man well
2: you know and and that goes back to what we were talking about as far as you know bring in something truly new to the, to the industry, you know? And I mean, you know, when I, when I came up with this, uh, you know, the idea, you know, I mean, I had to come up with a production company because it's, it's, it's completely ours and, you know, and, and we're doing it, you know, everything in house. Um, you know, in, in order to do that, I had to come up with a production company. Um, you know, and so, you know, the, the production company name, you know, was something that my son and I came up with. We were talking about heavy metal bands a while back and it was like a band name generator or some shit like that. And, uh, you know so my son and i were sitting there we were bullshitting, and we came up with this concept you know a sacrificial pawn um you know it would be a, a killer metal band name. um you know and so you know when when i got ready to start the production company um you know that's that's kind of what i went with you know it was like that was the first thing that popped in my head it was like you know well it's horror film you know and i have a concept for an animation you know that i would eventually you know once we have a little money behind us <coughs> excuse me to turn our our you know sacrificial pawn uh, productions logo into an animation, um, I, I have a concept for that, and eventually we'll get that done. But um, you know, it, yeah, it was you know it, it really every bit of this man has it, come from you know from me and my son together is you know what we're what we're doing and you know the the way we're thinking and the way we relate and you know and 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 everybody that we have on board is just like you know and it, it just it, it amazes me you know that we're bringing something completely new you know i mean when i say that it's a new style gore film i mean i absolutely believe in that with all of my heart that this is going to be a new style gore film and i think it's going to bring horror to a whole new level
1: you know what's funny about that that statement you just said is you just answered the question i was about to ask you which is where the sacrificial palm production's name came from i had that right <laughs> i'm glad you. that's that's awesome though you're i mean I'm not into the metal stuff, but that does sound like an awesome band name, and it's it works for your you know for what you're doing with your movie and stuff it's wow. <laughs>
2: Yeah, they, they kind of work hand in hand, you know. I mean, but that's another thing that you'll 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 notice about this film, you know. I mean, a lot of people see horror films and they think, you know, uh, you know, like Rob Zombie kind of music, you know, the real heavy industrial kind of sound, um, you know. And we're we're not doing that with this film, you know. the The soundtrack that we have, and uh, you know, the musical score that we're putting behind it, you know, by David Lewis and and my buddy uh, Oscar with uh, you know uh, paralysis, um, you know, is we're going completely different. Rounds. Out. so that's you're like you're gonna be watching this you're gonna be like that dude that that sounds great it, it works it fucking totally fits but that's not what i would expect okay. from this I character.
1: I, I'm, I'm interested in hearing this soundtrack though i won't i'm not gonna lie to you just to see how it connects i want to see if it connects with what i'm reading <laughs> but it's oh man right? i <laughs> i can't get over how awesome this stuff is that you sent me like i said i'm gonna say it again haha you guys can't read this but uh <laughs> it's, uh, dude i love that you're doing that man that's fucking making me because so happy. It's, it's, it's one of those things where like me like this is my first interview like you know official interview and i'm just you know like I, i've never got to do this as you know i didn't send you any show notes i don't do that i'm still kind of working on that so to speak <laughs> Whole show notes thing—it's more of a freestyle thing. But I watch like a lot of interviews. I watch like a lot just because I'm interested in it. I see how these guys always have these notes and stuff, and I see how like a lot of times how they they'll read certain things, but they won't read the whole thing what they have because they can't really go into detail about it until that product comes out or until the owner of the product gives the okay. Like, okay, you, you can say this about this, and I have it in front of me, and nobody else does. So, haha. <laughs> no, you know what, man. I you you
2: can talk about absolutely anything, and I'll let you know what details I'll go into and what I won't. Um, you know, but no, I you know, honestly go. I, I think that the uh, the organicness of you know uh, of doing the show more of a freestyle kind of thing and letting it take its own natural flow is kind of what I'm doing with the movie. You know, is the same concept, the same same aspect. You know, so we're gonna we're gonna let it take a life of its own. You know, the 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 life that it's supposed to take you know rather than something that's you know restrained within a box
1: i get what you mean with that and it, honestly for me it kind of seems easier because it's like if i'm sitting here thinking say, with this interview at first i'm thinking like oh because i've just you know we talk back and forth a lot on facebook damn there every day and i was talking to you like shit i really don't have any notes i don't know what i'm gonna say that and you're just like look man just take it easy do what you do with your freestyle and stuff because i tell you how i do right. that and just It'll be great and it's turning out great and I just it works a lot easier because you're not like I said you're not here stumbling thinking about questions the whole week it just kinda flows you know it just kind of flows out with the conversation and I will say this I'm not gonna say what happens in this scene but the slice and dice I like the name of that and I'll tell you that because in my my intro, you know I say let's get slicing and dicing with Sir Sturdy horror fans. Right. And,
2: yeah, I've no I've noticed that, man. Oh, and I also want to give you a, a huge shout out to, uh, you know, putting our, our little soundbite in the beginning of, of your show, man. I, I really do appreciate that. You know, and like I said, I appreciate all the support that you've given us so far, um, you know, and this being our, our first official interview, you know, is is huge for us um you know because again you know we're, we're we're just a nobody man you know nobody's heard about us yet but one of the hashtags that i use on instagram on our instagram page is uh no one's talking about us yet but they will be you know so you give us you give us a few months and let us get our official you know movie trailer out and uh you know we're gonna post that out as soon as uh, we're gonna post uh Uh, Two murder scenes and uh, we're going to have a bunch of the footage, you know, the the normal footage between Sammy and I, um, you know, put together for our official trailer that we're going to release, our media trailer. Um, You know, it's going to be about two, two and a half minutes, um, but we're only releasing two murder scenes in that trailer. We're not giving you the whole fucking film like everybody else does. We're giving you just enough taste to get you horny, but not enough to get you off.
1: That, <laughs> first, that is funny as shit. And second one, that's... Oh, <laughs> shit. That, that, no, you got a point, though, because there's, there's a lot of movies. I can't think of them off the top of the head, but there's a lot of movies that come out now, and they're showing you, like, all the best scenes for the whole damn movie. You go to see the movie because you're so hyped. You're like, well, I I could have fucking just watched the trailer and see the whole damn movie for free. Right. <laughs> Dude, and that's, that's the it. whole thing,
2: man. So many so many people put like the whole fucking thing in in the trailer, man. And it's like I'm looking at it and it's like, yo, and then I go, oh, I watched a movie because it got me interested thinking that the best shit they left out. You know, and it's like I don't want to do that with ours. You know, I'm, I'm giving you just enough to get you hard, you know, or get you wet. But I'm not going to give you any more than that, dude. If you really want to fucking satisfy yourself, dude, you got to come
1: and watch a fucking movie. Well, with that being said, and so how you say you're releasing two scenes now, I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I guess you can say I'm an insider to an extent, people, but I don't know which two scenes it is. But I'm gonna request slice and dice be one, and that's because of my slicing and dicing thing. Right, right. <laughs> i I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. But um, and I,
2: you know what, man, if we can work that out, um, I'm not sure if we can release any of that scene right now because of a plot twist in, in the film. Um, and and you and I can talk about that a little bit more off record. Um, you know, I actually, I think you know about that if you're reading it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how much of that I, I can release uh, right now. But, you know, I'll, 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 I'll talk to my team and, and see what they think and see what we can. What we can do, and uh, we'll we'll go from there.
1: But uh, I'll I'll see if I can't get you a clip of that for uh, for for your show. That's that's awesome. Even just a little audio, that'd be awesome right there. And um, back to when you said, and your, I uh, thank you for sending me the soundbite that you sent me. And I'll say you're welcome for putting the soundbite on. But I'm gonna have to give that I my brother, my younger brother Christian. He's the one who produces every single episode for me. So I'm gonna give him a shout out. Like I just. Send him the episodes, and he gets to it when he can. He mixes it down for me. If there's anything that needs to be cleaned up and cut, he does that. He actually made the the beat that comes in, you know, after you're talking and all that, and after I say my little intro. He's the one who made the beat for that. I'm doing beats for you. Nice. So
2: no nah, dude I, I gotta give you mad props man you and you and your brother did a phenomenal job in putting that together um you know I know the sound was real you know rough and scratchy I'm not sure how I sound now um but I used the, the same thing and you know I was trying to keep the kids quiet while I was recording and it's like you know and then of course trying to figure out what the fuck I was gonna say and putting together a you know a one minute bite you know is like you know trying to explain this thing and it's like dude fucking seriously man I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to write I'm not a PR media guy I'm not you know all this shit I I had no clue what the fuck I was going to do, man. So I just wrote something out real quick and fucking spit it down and and you guys turned it into something phenomenal. So th- thank you guys for that. Uh,
1: you're very welcome. And it, it, to me, I, it sounded great. It worked great. It works perfect. And honestly, I might just, I mean, if it's okay with you, I I kind of like it as my, you know, how it comes in as the intro and then my intro comes in. I I'm, If you're cool with it, I'll leave it in there permanently. I love it.
2: Hey, fucking have at it, brother. I, I'm not going to tell you no, but I will tell you this much, dude. When we get ready to do our next film, uh, oh, brother, brother, let me tell you, man, this is, this is going to be phenomenal, dude. Our our next one that we have lined up to go uh, after we get this one done, when we get a, a little bit of a name behind mm-hmm. us, um, is going to be a whole lot uh, –
1: it's going to be another one of those new concepts. It's like what the fuck? Well, I'll tell you this. Like I said for this – for the for the normal terror one, you know, I'm going to be a hundred percent back in this from sacrificial palm productions from now on. So if you want to send me a soundbite for that, when it comes time, it'll be on the podcast. I can promise you that, man. Cause this is, I love the connection. It's awesome.
2: No, you know what, man it's you know, uh, I've talked to a lot of people and, uh, you know, it's, you know, I, I put out a, uh, I put out a, a run to uh, to Rob Zombie, um, you know, on on Instagram, and I was like, you know what, dude, likelihood of you ever seeing this is, you know, is slim to none, you know, and and I get that, you know, but you know, I, I think a lot of people uh, lose some of their humility and you know the fact that they're they're just average people and they all started somewhere, um, you know, when they when they get a little bit of uh, fame and recognition and you know and, and their product goes somewhere, um, you know, and, and I hope to God. You know, that, that he's able to, to keep me on my knees and, you know, and, and keep the humility in me, um, you know, no matter where this thing goes or whatever else we do. Um, you know, we're, we are going to be available to, uh, to we're, we're, uh, Steve and I are talking about putting together a uh, special effects company um, called uh, Stone Mason Special Effects. Um, you know, and if anybody wants any of the gelatin molds or anything in particular they want done, that's going to be as realistic as the shit that we're doing. Um, we'll be more than happy to do that. But, you know, I I hope I don't lose the, uh, the humility that I have right now, you know, in communicating with, with everyday people, because, you know, the fact of the matter is, dude, is I'm just an everyday average Joe, you know, and, and trying to give my kids a better life. So, you know, You know if i ever start stepping outside of line man i hope somebody like you that was you know with us in the beginning you know could take and bitch smack me and you know and and help me wake up to the reality you know what i'm just everyday average show man
1: listen to, i'll tell you right now man i'll i have no problem if i have to call you out i will and i'll get steve to help <laughs> nice <laughs> oh,
2: but yeah, now we, uh, you know, Steve and I have been talking, you know, because our molds and everything have come out so fantastically. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's a new word I just made up. But um, anyways, you know, they, they, they've they come out amazing. And, uh, you know, and then to send them to, uh, to Marisol and have her make them, you know, uh, match the actress, like like amazingly perfect um you know obviously there's going to be some discrepancies here and there you know if you really want to nitpick them um you know but that's with anything dude i mean fuck man none of us are perfect if you take a picture of us and then you simulate it you know i mean you could have the exact picture that you just took duplicate it put it right next to it and somebody's going to find a mistake somewhere even though it's the exact same picture so um you know the fact that she can do what she does um you know when when steve and i do put together stone mason Mason, and, uh, special effects. Um, we're going to have a exclusive contract with Marisol that if they want them painting to look natural and look realistic, that you know she's the only person that that does that aspect of it. So you know we're we're, we're very loyal uh, people. We're a very loyal company, and um, you know we're we're going to continue to keep that loyalty with you know with, with, with everybody
1: that we have. That's that's pretty awesome, right there. And I wanted to bring up um, you know with the the stuff that you guys make, the molds and all that. Now there was one that I seen you post online, the same one you sent me where you guys had like a little mistake with it. You're saying you messed up on it and then fixed it, which was freaking awesome. It was the, the female torso. That was, I I thought that was awesome. Like, and what I, what I like actually scratch that. What I love about it is that you guys actually put out the mistake. You didn't just put out the perfect final copy. You put out the mistake and then put out how you guys fixed it. I thought I was like that right there. It's a lot, it means a lot because it's like you, again, like I was saying before, all the stuff you guys put out, you don't get that from the big time movies. You don't get that from any other movie, but you guys are doing it. And I think what you guys are doing, in my opinion, once you guys get heard of, I think you guys should keep doing it the way you're doing it. Because I feel like later on down the road, it's going to end up being a trend where bigger movies are going to be like, holy shit, this guy did this, you know, this guy and his team did this with this. They're putting these type of special effects out, showing how they did it. And you know what? It hit big. We should do this too. Maybe it'll, I mean, they, They might not share it on social media like you guys do, but like maybe in their special features or whatever, like, you know, you get the bonus DVD, you get to see the actual behind the scenes, not just little skits here and there, but you get actual, you know, footage of them putting this stuff together, which as a fan of the movies, as a fan of the horror movies, you always, I always wanted to see something like that. Like, how did they get this to work? You know, how did they do this?
2: Right. No, I, I absolutely agree with you, man. And, uh, you know, provided we, you know, we, we do have the budget and everything else to continue on with our company, um, you know, and and make another film after this one. Um, I think it's, it's extremely important for us to continue with what we started with and continue who we are. Uh, because the reality of it is, dude, is, you know, it it, back in, you know, 10, 15 years ago, if there wasn't social media, nobody would ever hear of us, you know, and I'm going to tell you right now that, um, I searched on Google for different aspects I searched up Sacrificial Pond Productions I searched Normal Terror I just did these random searches you know and Normal Terror came up as the number seven item on Google Sacrificial Pond Productions came up as the top three on Google search and I'm not paying for any of this shit dude this is all just free promotion because I'm posting and I'm you know and I'm, I'm engaged with you know with our fans and our family and you know I am I'm putting us out there as much as I possibly can. And I know it pisses some people off because I fill up their news feed on Facebook or Instagram or you know this and that, but you know, the only way that we're gonna get marks like that without having to pay a PR person for it, um, you know, or a, a media guru or whatever the fuck you wanna call it um is by doing it this way. You know, I mean I'm the only one, you know, along with you know my my, my family, my fans, my crew, my you know, our you know, everybody we have behind or beside us um you know the the sharing us and getting us out there is you know is by doing it this way you know that's the only way we're going to get the you know the top three links on google you don't hear about shit like that and that's what i was saying earlier about you know the 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 concept and the way that this whole thing is going from the beginning to where we are now in less than six months bro you know in less than six months we've fucking gone from nothing more than a a, a two-sentence synopsis to, to, to a full production, you know, and, and shit like that just doesn't happen that way, you know, and, and, you know, the the drive that we all have in trying to make this happen, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, man, I'm, I'm struggling in my daily life, you know, and, and putting everything I can into this, you know. Um, you know, but it, it it's worth it to me because I think ultimately it's going to pay off. I think the the long hours and the hard work is going to pay off, and I you know ultimately I'm looking at it, you know not only achieving my dream even if it doesn't ever go anywhere, um you know that I can sit back and I say that I have accomplished a dream. You know I have turned a dream into a goal, and I accomplished that. And I can look back at something that I made. There was nothing more than an idea in my head you know a lot of people can't say that you know about something that they truly feel passionate about in in their lives you know that you know they accomplished a dream you know, and so regardless of whether it goes anywhere or not, um, you know, I, I really hope it does. I hope we build up the fan base. I hope we get a great distribution deal. I hope we get a merchandising deal, and you know, and we become a you know an icon in the horror field and a new way of doing things. Um, you know, and, and you know, I, I promise you this right now, bro, is that I will absolutely make sure that we continue to to market ourselves the way we are right now and putting stuff out there so that everybody can be a part of it. Um, you know. Because one of the things that we're doing, too, is we're using new products, um, you know, that nobody else in the industry is using. And the results we're getting are fucking amazing. You know, so to, you know, we're not doing it old school where you make a cast and then you, you know, you fiberglass it and you make a reverse mold and then you fiberglass that and you make a double mold. And it's like, you know, we're not doing it that way. We're doing it on a very cheap budget. And I'll tell you, as of right now, we've only spent approximately $1,400 on everything for this movie. Our budget is fucking nothing, dude. You know, nothing at all. Um, and we're still we've still been able to get as far as we have, you know, because we are doing it the way we are. So, you know, again, you know, thank you guys for, for putting us out there and supporting us. And, you know, I we will I promise you we will continue to, to market ourselves the way we are right now.
1: Well, as far as coming from me, the support, it's definitely not going to stop because, as I've told you plenty of times, I'm a huge fan already. And again, haha, I got this paper in front of me. I'm, <laughs> I'm loving it. and it's. It actually it works both ways, though, because like I said, you know how I, I'm going to keep sharing your guys stuff on here all the time. Anytime I see you share something, I'm going to share it. And I know you do the same. Right. I 100 percent appreciate and you're 100 percent right about the whole social media thing. Like a lot of it you do have to do yourself and it does annoy people. But you know what? I don't care because uh, you can easily unfollow it or block it or whatever and pretend you don't see it or you could just support it. I mean, it's as easy as clicking a like or clicking a share clicking a join and actually checking it out because I do feel uh, horror fans, especially they will be a fan of this, this project. I know they'll be a fan of this project and just seeing the small, like I said, the small things you guys do with the pictures and the videos. Well, actually I should say they're pretty big things, but just those (laughs) things right there. They just check that out again. Like I said, you don't see that from everybody. You don't see that from anybody. And it kind of gives you like a little, it's like a behind the scenes thing, like a little sneak peek and, you guys are taking full advantage of it, and you said so far you guys only spent fourteen hundred. That's not bad at all for especially for what you guys have done. From what I've seen, I thought it was a lot more. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. I don't know the budget stuff, how that goes, but i I find it amazing, and I can't wait for this to really get jump started and get get rolling and get out there to the public and everybody to see this. And I really hope one day that we can meet in person. I'm hoping at one of these cons that I go to, and uh, it'd be nice, man. It's it's awesome. Like I, but uh, nah. I know I told you this before. I go to these like these horror conventions. I go to one called Scarecon. It's out here in New York. Right. And um, like there actually, there was another kind I went to out in New Jersey, which is called Monster Mania. But both of them, I've seen like people selling their movies that they've made. Like these people personally made their movies. And me and my friend me and my brother, I should say Henry, went to Scarecon a couple of years ago. And I have the movie downstairs. And the only reason I haven't watched we, the night we bought it. I think it was like 15 bucks. We went halves on it. We were both too high to watch the movie. We kept <laughs> laughing. That's but, awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm not even lie about that. I do need to check it out. Right. But I'm just saying, like when people are doing stuff like that, we're all you know, I to support it. Um, last year, me, my boy Rob, he's like another um, brother. Who I'd recorded with yesterday, the John and Henry. We went to um scare last year, and. There was another there was a few other guys there. you know they were only asking for like a dollar two dollars they didn't have their movie yet but they were trying to get something going so you know we were all walking around and we all we well, gave them a few bucks it's like hey look if that's your dream and if you can get it started that's awesome just from you know a couple of dollars of people helping here and there it does help And just the fan support is a huge thing like that's that's the easiest thing somebody can do like i said Hit like, hit join, hit share, check it out, watch it, get it some views, share it to your friends, share it to your family, and, you know, go from there. Like, with this, you know, with my horror research story, the fan page, and the podcast, it's growing slowly but surely. Last I checked, I had, like, 145 or 46 downloads. And to me, that's big. I only have about six episodes. I'm not anybody famous. I'm nobody big. Anymore. No, absolutely. I mean, that's, to me, that's is, awesome. Know, and,
2: and we actually have one so, coming up in April. Um, and, and I really – I don't really have the money. Uh, we have uh, Monster Palooza coming to Pasadena. Um, you know, and huge shout out to Monster Palooza. I appreciate that people are so into this that they put on these conventions. Um, and I think it's fantastic. I think it's a great place to bring the fans together, um, you know, and give us that mutual ground. Um, you know, and I would really love to be a part of that and, you know, to go to these things. And you and I had talked to before, um, you know, before we, when we first started discussing doing the interview and doing the podcast um is about uh, you know, if we do a red carpet release, um, that I would like to come out to New York and do a QA, you know before and or after the screening of the of, of the movie um you know right there on on stage and you and i can come together or at a horror con or you know whatever um you know and that way you and i can it can come together with the you know the mutual respect that we we've built over the last few months you know we'll continue to build uh, over you know the next you know a few years hopefully um you know, that you and I can come together and we can do this live Q&A, you know, right there as we get ready to either, you know, get ready to watch or, you know, after we've watched the movie and, you know, take some audience questions and stuff like this and do a live interview, you know, because the reality of it is, man, is, you know, we're nobody either, man, you know, and we're just trying to we're trying to build a name. We're trying to build a brand and, you know, you're helping us along that path, you know, and I do again, you know, I can't give you enough props. Man, I do appreciate you having us on.
1: This is like this is definitely a hundred percent mute. Me and you, I feel like we can both argue going back and forth when we're talking to each other, you know, <laughs> inboxing each other on Facebook, thanking each other for the opportunities that we're giving each other as far as the interview and just sharing sharing stuff. Because I the same, I feel the same way. Definitely a mutual respect for you guys, and I would. Fucking love that opportunity to do a live Q&A, red carpet, green carpet. I don't care what color the carpet is. We can
2: take it back to like that (laughs) 70s
1: shag carpeting and shit. So that way, by the time everybody could have done leg day. (laughs) There you go. And, (laughs) but yeah, like that, that right there would be awesome. Like I've been to a few, not interviewing anybody. This is before I started my podcast. But again, with these cons, I've been to these Q&A's. And one of these movie screens at a con, actually, and it was it was awesome because it's like you don't you never think you're gonna get those opportunities to sit and witness that. Now, for me to be the one on the stage where people are asking us questions or asking you questions, however it goes, that that is a goal right there. That it will be achieved one day, and I think that's just fucking awesome. I just love that you guys. Well, you in particular, you shout me out all the time. You're just. Sharing my stuff like I said, and it's just
2: a hey, Mutual respect, brother. Mutual I love respect. It.
1: So thank you for that too, man. <laughs> and um well, shit.
2: Now that we've <laughs> sat here and uh, and stroked each other off for a minute, you were kinda like, Well, now, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, that's
1: uh, funny. Um, oh, do you do you guys have um like business cards or whatever or
2: you know what dude i actually did uh, a friend of mine i uh, gave a shout out to uh, miss lisa sickles um put together some business cards for us um and uh i only have about uh, about 40 50 of them um but i'm going to be ordering some more now that i have a concept and a design on the business cards um and uh yeah dude we we definitely do have some business cards um, they they're pretty basic you know nothing you know do everything that we have is cheap and basic um, you know but they're, they're they're phenomenal they have our logo they have uh, you know the, the business name they've got my name and I was actually talking to uh, to the crew about this um, but about actually uh, putting together business cards that have each and every one of us listed on the same business card that are associated with mm-hmm. The same product, um, and I think that, that way, you know, if somebody wanted to, um, you know, get a hold of one and/or all of us, that they could, excuse me, that they could actually do that, and um, you know, really, uh, you know, see see what we're about, what we've done, and you know, what where we're going to.
1: Okay, that's that right there is awesome. My my main question, or the reason why I asked that question, part of the reason why I asked that question is, um, I wanted to see now i don't know if this is allowed or not i don't know if the cons would frown upon it but i'm going to a con in albany in april and robert england's gonna be there. if you can send me some cards i will hand them out at this con fuck yeah
2: Um, dude i'll I'll send you a thousand of them bro
1: (laughs) i'll do it i I mean i'll hand them out to just you know random horror it's not a horror con but i know there's gonna be horror fans there so i'll just hand them out at in, and then I'm going to another, if all goes well, it'll be in like September, October-ish. I'm going to another con, which is ScareCon out out here. And that is a complete horror con. So, I'll, if again, I would hand them out there, too, just to, you know, get your guys' name out there even more. Just, you know, walk in, give them the people passing by. Like, here, check this out. This is going to be awesome.
2: No, hell yeah. No, what I'm hoping is I'm hoping that we can actually have a Halloween release for this year. Um, you know we're gonna we're gonna try and get this thing done as soon as we possibly can, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to actually uh, get it released this year. If not, we're looking at an early release uh, possibly next year. I mean, it, that, again, that's that that's for, uh, future casting. And I'm trying not to do that as much as possible. Um, yeah. But what I'll actually do is you and I had already talked, and I'm gonna send you an autographed poster. Um, what I'm gonna do for you is I'm going to take and since you're going to this con in April whatever else, Um, I will send you a couple extra copies of the poster that you can hand out to whoever you feel. Dude, give one to fucking Robert England. I don't care. You know, um, Mm -hmm. yeah. Just you feel
1: that, I'm going to, now I'm not going to promise, but I'm going to try to get this on video. I'm going to say, Robert, this is going to be amazing. This man told me to give you this poster. I'm going to try to give him one of those posters for you.
2: Right on, dude. That would be fucking awesome. Hell, if anything, man, have him fucking sign it. (laughs) Hey,
1: (laughs) I I just might, but I'm going to give him this is a gift from me and Sam to you because I had to be the the so that's why it's both. (laughs) Fuck yeah, brother. That would be
2: awesome, man. I I would appreciate that.
1: But yeah, I'm going to try that and the business cards, I will definitely hand them out to as many people as I can. I just feel like this is something that people are going to want to see and they need to see and shit they just look at the business card oh this is how I see it or whatever so I get this in, yep Now go check it out
2: oh yeah yeah because we have our uh, we I have uh, you know uh, okay it's gonna be a little weird but I have my phone number I have my uh, you know the production company email mm-hmm. on it but I also have our link to our Facebook page so that way they can uh, you know can go to the page and 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 link to it and see what we've got and what we've done so far well, that's that's smart <laughs> though it's it's
1: a good business move
2: right well, we're, we're trying, man. You know, like I said, we're, we're cheap. We're, you know, we're on a very tight budget, um, you know, and we're, we're trying to make dreams come true with, uh, you know, it, it, with, with passion, um, you know, and it's our passion that's driving us, um, you know. So I, I have a buddy of mine who just finished up a uh, big project with, uh, with Blumhouse, um, you know, and I, I can't really, you know, put too much of that out there um you know but he's going to uh he he said that once we have something viable that he would uh he would send it to them if he thinks that they would be interested in it um so you know there there's a possibility that uh you know maybe blumhouse would be interested in 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 picking up our film for distribution um and i would be so fucking honored to have a company like that pick us up and you know and and promote us and and put us out there and release us
1: i Somebody going to definitely pick you guys up and promote you. I can feel that. I can't wait for it to happen. I can't wait to hear about it. And um, I got one more thing I want to ask you about these polls. All right. Now, I would – I mean, I hope I'm not asking too much, but is there a way you can – there's a couple people I have in mind right now. My, bro- my right. brother Christian, my brother Henry, and my brother Rob. Is there any way you can sign three for those three too? Because they do. they have helped me a lot with this podcast going – And my cousin, Michael, those four, they've all been on this before. They're on it continuously when I need them to be. My brother's always producing the episodes for me and stuff. And it's just, if possible.
2: You know what, bro? Uh, Let let me tell you this, and I'll I'll give this shout out to all your brothers. Okay. Okay? I will absolutely send each and every one of them an autographed poster. Okay. I'll have me and my son sign it. And if they want anybody else to sign it, you can hit me up individually, uh, you know, whether Facebook Messenger or, you know, privately, however you want. Um, But this is what I'm going to ask from them. If they're not already on the page or on our Instagram, to have them go and like the page, share a post, and let me know
1: that that's why they're doing it. I will, right after this podcast, I will get in contact with each and every single one of them. And I will, here's what I'll do. I'm going to say, listen, I got you guys an awesome poster signed. And I mean, as many of the cast members as you can for each of the posters, including mine, if that's cool, as many as as you can. If you can only do you and your son or just you, I'm cool with either way. But I'll say, listen, here's how you guys can get this. Like the page, normal tear. Like the page, Sacrificial Productions. Share a post. Tag me and Sam in it. Boom. And then that way he'll know done done absolutely i mean, you
2: got it bro that that's a challenge to each and every one of you out there listening to this and and everybody else you know if you hit us up like that i promise you i will get you did you hear something. that people
1: you know what i'll make a video on this and i'll put this challenge out there since since people have all these facebook challenges this is called the support challenge right. <laughs> the support official productions challenge And i think we should both do this on our pages Share it and just say, you know, share this post, share this page, like and join these pages and boom, we'll see what happens after that. No, because also another thing that I'm going to be doing with uh, with
2: the gel molds and stuff like that that we have um, is that eventually when uh, once our film um, goes out, and, uh, we get distributed and it's premiered and, you know, hopefully when the Academy Award and Grammys and all this other awesome shit that's possible, um, is I want to take, and I'm going to have, uh, you know, our actress of our gel tour. So I'm going to have her sign that. And then like the different props that we use, and we're going to auction those off for a good cause. We're going to auction those off awesome. for a charity. So If anybody, you know, uh, you know, I I have, uh, you know, my my ex-wife's, you know, uh, son, uh, uh, it has Duchenne muscular dystrophy, um, you know, which is 100 percent fatal. And the lifespan of the children, um, it primarily affects boys, but the lifespan of the of the boys that, um, you know, have. Uh, Duchenne muscular dystrophy um, averages between six and 16 years old. That's their average lifespan, um, you know, and they're they're making amazing breakthroughs in, in Duchenne. And I'm going to give a huge shout out to Riley, uh, my little buddy. Um, he's he's a soulmate of mine. Him and I are, are, are very close. Uh, we have a very special relationship. Um, but he has Duchenne muscular dystrophy. Um, and you know, it's, it's something that I've, I've researched a lot about and I'm very passionate about. Um, so what I'm going to do is I am going to hold a charity event, um, after we make a name for ourselves and I'm going to auction off some of the stuff from this movie, um, some of our personal stuff, um, you know, to support Duchenne muscular dystrophy.
1: Now, that right there is amazing. I'm sorry for those circumstances, but a huge, huge shout out to Riley. Um, You're now an official fan or you now have an official fan from, you know, Horror Research 30. And I wish you the best of luck with that. I hope everything goes perfect with that. And I really feel that's a great, great cause that you're doing that too. So I can't wait for that to just grow up and be huge also. Because that's huge right there. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you for being on this. And um I guess we can kind of get to the end of it. We've been going for almost two hours, which is amazing. I can yeah, go. i see that, man.
2: I was looking at uh just watching the clock, it's like, you know, an hour and fifty five minutes and forty five seconds. Uh do you have any uh you have any bombs you want to drop before uh before we end this out?
1: Um I can't think of anything off the top of the head.
2: Sorry about that. <laughs> It ha- it, I have for a bomb to drop and my phone goes off
1: <laughs> it, it happens man I, I, like I said I really appreciate you being on here we're, we're definitely going to be recording again probably shortly because this was a very fun episode and I promise you the next episode is going to be just as fun if not more fun and for the people listening next time um, I'll try not to hey, laugh at you guys here, as much. Before,
2: you, uh, before you get off I got somebody
1: here who wants to say hi Oh, bring him on. Hello. Hey, what's up? Sammy Mason. Sammy Mason. How's it going, man? I'm pretty good. How I do you like How do you like being in the movie with your father? That's pretty cool. Just how I can make enough money so I can put it towards my future. <laughs> that's cool, man. So who's the real star, you or him? Well, if I was a star, it would be a whole lot of <laughs> 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 Oh, man. Well, I'm I'm a fan of yours, Sammy, and I hope you do great and keep going. Just try your best at everything. Listen to your dad, he's a good man. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Can I get you to do one thing for me though, Sammy? Sure. That? Steve.
2: He walked off. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Hey, no worries, brother. Huge shout out to fucking everybody on uh, on my team. And, uh, you know, I, again, I appreciate you having us out, dude. Uh, it's been an amazing experience. It, as you said, it was, uh, you know, it was a very fun show. Um, and I can't wait to have you uh, have,
1: have us back on there. Listen, man, any you know how you can contact me. So anytime you guys have something going on that you want to be discussed on the podcast, hit me up. We'll make it happen. And, again, thanks for being on. I can't wait for you guys to be on again. I can't wait to see this freaking movie and Rob, Christian, Michael, and Henry. I'm going to make a video right once this podcast is over. This is a call out for you guys to get a poster, a signed poster. So uh, just listen. It's simple. (laughs) That's all I got to say with that.
2: Right on, brother. Sounds good, man. Hey, thanks for having us on. And uh, yeah, you and I will talk uh, as soon as this is over and uh, we'll get this out there.
1: Sounds good, man. One last thing. Just um, I know you said you plugged them earlier, but all your plugs you have as far as your page, anything, your merchandise page and all that, if you want to plug them right now, well, you can plug it right
2: uh, Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm working on, uh, on a distribution deal because uh, I have, a, I have a, a merchandising business, and I'm trying to run my merchandise through that business, um, which is uh, Weapons of Merch Production, dot Rocks. W O M um, P dot R O C K S um, however, I, I haven't quite got that that website built yet um, I'm still working on getting uh, sacrificial pond I bought that name It is our official website, but I'm working on getting it built right now. Uh, so that will be launched here soon um, You know, we, we do have merchandise, but I have to do pre-sale orders right now um, I'm working on a merchandising deal with you know with a couple of different companies right now to try and get us the best deal um, so that way, uh, you know, the, the the cost doesn't go up too much um, because unfortunately, you know, it is a business. It is, uh, you know, there, there is a reason for us doing this, um, you know, and it's going towards our budget and, you know, and, and, and our special effects and, and all these other things that we're doing. Because like I said, we do have a very tiny budget right now. Everything's coming out of my pocket and a few donations we have had. Uh, we do have a GoFundMe page. Um, <clears throat> we have an Instagram page. Um, so, yeah, go to go to www.facebook.com dot com forward slash new style, uh, gore films. And you can, uh, you know, go scroll down through there and, you know, I know there's a lot of posts on there. Uh, but when you're doing your own, uh, public relations and, and marketing, uh, you kind of have to do that. But, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, go and check out our page, uh, go and check out our Instagram. You can either look it up, uh, by Sam. I am Mason, or you can look it up by uh, normal underscore terror underscore the movie, um, or you can go to fucking Google, dude. We're on Google now, so you can go to Google and check us out. Um, you know, but yeah, we, uh, we got a machine device line, line coming, uh, blah, 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 blah. figures right at the end. I'm getting fucking tongue tied. Um, but uh, yeah, we got a merchandise line coming uh, If you guys want posters, we're selling uh, You know, if you want a plain poster No autographs on them uh, We're selling them for, for $20 a piece If you want the autographs on them, we're only adding another $5 um, And we will ship them Anywhere in the world So if you're interested, you want a poster, you want anything else uh, I currently have uh, Approximately 15 posters For sale, so um, If anybody is interested and wants some posters um, Hit me up, if you want any merchandise Hit me up, it's Sir up Um, you know, and again, uh, you know, huge shout out to, to our family, our normal terror family. Uh, it's going to be an amazing experience and, uh, I really do appreciate you guys having us on once again, you're an amazing guy, Aaron, um, you know, best of luck to, to you and your wife, your podcast, and we're going to keep supporting you guys as much as you're supporting us. We love you to death. And, uh, thanks for having us on. You're
1: very welcome, man. Like I said, you and your crew, hundred percent welcome on anytime. Just hit me up and let me know. And to everybody else. Thanks for listening. Thanks for, uh, you know, supporting this podcast. Thanks for supporting what Sam does. Definitely mutual respect. There's definitely gonna be a lot of things going on between us later on in the near future and all that good stuff. And I guess we can end it here, man. So again, thank you for being on. I can't wait to have you on again.
2: Rock on, Horror Research 30.
1: And uh, you know how I ended everybody. So uh, I'll see you in your nightmares.